Now it's time for Half Hour to Health on 1077 The Pulse. I shall not feel good. Welcome to Half Hour to Health. I'm Dr. Stephanie from Crossroads Chiropractic, and my guest today is Kate Olette Kretzinger. She's a certified nutrition coach and owner of Kate for Wellness. Kate helps her clients go from surviving to thriving with an online nutrition program that is so simple everyone can do it. Her strongest belief is if the path to health is made easy, more people will be able to experience a healthy and thriving life. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, Thank you for having me, Stephanie. I appreciate it. So before we even get started, if people are looking for you online, where can they find you? They can find me at k8forwellness.com, and that's the letter K, the number 8, the number 4, wellness.com. Thank you for asking that. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So you've got some exciting things that you've been (laughs) up to, and you were on the show with us Gosh, was it a year or two ago? Yeah, I think it was two years now. Two years? <laughs> so in the last year, you've done a complete turnabout in what you're doing in your personal life yes. as far as nutrition goes. Yes. Tell us what you're doing. Yeah. So when I was on the show a couple years ago, um, I was doing vegetarian keto. So that's basically high fats and obviously more vegetables and no carbohydrates, no grains, no sugars. Um, and since then, uh, almost almost exactly a year, uh, it's been just meat. <laughs> Talk about huge change. It's like a 180. <laughs> totally. Um, and the reason why I did that was because I had some clients that, well, just because I was vegetarian, I, w- I want to preface this too, just because I was vegetarian, I didn't force people to be vegetarian. I just helped them you know, kind of just have a well-rounded way of eating. But if they wanted to go vegetarian or vegan, I was the gal to help you do it the right way instead of doing what I called a carbitarian because that's really all they ate was carbs. Um, so I, I decided these few handful of people were still having issues. And, you know, when we're doing nutrition, there's a lot of compliance issues. Um, not everybody, you know, adheres to that. And that's, we're human. We do tend to fall off, and that's okay. Uh, but there was just that, that handful that I knew were being 100% compliant. You just know. And they were not getting full-on 100% results. And I was like, there's just something missing here. And so I've been, I was doing a lot of digging about autoimmune, and, and I found this gentleman, Dr. Sean Baker, who did carnivore. And when I dug deeper... It was, he ate nothing but meat. That's it. Nothing else. And then, of course, all the normal questions started popping. How does this guy go to the bathroom? Don't you need fiber to go to the bathroom? What about all these vitamins? You know, like all these questions started popping up. So it led me down a rabbit hole of eight months of just researching. And lo and behold, there was a lot of people out there. There was a whole community. People had been doing it for 10, 15 years and have survived and have cured things that were, you know, deemed uncurable. Wow. So it kind of just caught my attention. And so I put a couple of my clients on it. And these were clients that had stage four cancer um, because, you know, meat, they say, causes cancer. Um, so it was people who had stage four cancer, who had Crohn's disease, uh, and some people who had diverticulitis, you know, these, these well-known autoimmune diseases that 
they have to be on medications for the rest of their life. And within, it depended on how severe their their um, symptoms or disease, of how far in they were, depended on how long it took them to heal. But usually it was within a couple of months, which was quite staggering, quite shocking. And I said, okay, um, this is working for them. I've never had my clients do things I haven't done before. <laughs> so I decided to do it. It took me a lot to do that. Now, I was vegetarian just because I didn't like the texture of meat. And I called myself vegetarian because I would you know, throughout the year, have some meat. And it was usually right around my cycle when I craved it the most. So that's when I would have it. Um, So I had to, you know, do that mental work to build up to eat the meat. And I only said I was going to do it for 30 days. Well, here we are a year later, and I'm still doing it. Wow. Yeah. So for those just tuning in, we're talking to Kate. And she has eaten nothing but meat like no vegetables no anything just meat for the last 365 plus days yes yeah that seems so crazy and especially for all that we have been taught with the food pyramid and you know I could go on and on about that but how is it that you're getting all of the nutrition you need from just meat yeah so there's this Um, I always call it nutrient density. And what that means is there's foods out there that have more nutrients than others. And those are the food groups, or I shouldn't say food groups because it's just protein, but those are the ones that I tend to eat the most. So if we take a look at, you know, I always say above the steak line is where we need to stay. And that's more like your seafood, your fishes, your eggs, your organ meats are huge because that's where a lot of other vitamins are, um, is particularly your K and your A. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the nutrients that you need is already in our meat, everything that we need. And a lot of the times people don't look at it that way. We're animals. We, If we eat animals, that stuff is readily available for us. If we eat plants, just because we eat the plants does not mean we're absorbing the nutrients that we are eating. Not all the time. So it has to go through a lot of processes within our body for us to be able to get some of that. And it doesn't necessarily mean we are getting some of that. So, for instance, like my autoimmune clients that I had, they already had a lot of inflammation in there. Their body was already struggling. And when we throw in this plant matter, it has to work extra hard to get that stuff. So it wasn't completing the full circle of absorbing a lot of those nutrients. So what we did is we just took those out so that way they didn't have, you know, a lot of those um, those chemical reactions, those symptoms that they were having. We just took out the plant matter, and they no longer had inflammation, and now they're just getting everything they need through the meat. So you don't have to supplement when you're eating meat. You just have to make sure you have a variety of different types of animal protein. So give us a rundown on what you're daily food intake looks like like what's your variety and how are you cooking it and does it smell so, bad I don't know if anybody wants my idea because it's usually really weird concoctions but um, my, a typical day for me is usually just one or two meals a day that's it and I'm pretty active and I do a lot of stuff the, the thing is, is protein is a building block for our body that is what our body needs to do everything that it needs to do is protein as far as energy goes we need carbs or we need fat 
So I have to make sure that I have enough fat as well to give my body the energy as fuel to do the things that I want to do. So I usually have like the higher fatty meats like the ribeyes, the um, the sirloin strips, and also the uh, flat irons. Those are really, really high in fat. So I make sure I have those. I also cook it in tallow, which is um, fat from beef or from bison, and it's rendered. And so it kind of looks like coconut oil. And then, you know, it, it melts when you put it on the, the cast iron. It, it also has a higher smoking point than coconut oil. And it also doesn't have a flavor like coconut oil. So I love cooking with, da- with tallow. And I always do it on a cast iron pan because if you were to grill it, it drips the fat. So we want the fat to stay in. So I just kind of sear it on both sides and it's kind of pink in the middle. And normally uh, that used to gross me out and now I absolutely love it. Um, (laughs) It's just funny how things change. So usually with the steak, I'll have like some eggs uh, or I will have some sardines uh, or I'll have some like some kind of a mollusk, so like clams or something along those lines. Um, but I tend to stay away from the bigger fish because of the mercury levels. So like the good fish would be, you know, all wild caught salmon, tuna, or swordfish. But as we know, they're really high in, in mercury. So I try and stay away from the bigger fish and just have the smaller, you know, like the sardines. They don't have as much metal in them. So they're much safer to eat. Uh, and I always try and get out to get some oysters. You know, um, it used to be once a week, but with everything that was going on, it seems to be less than that. But that's okay um, because oysters are really up there. They have everything that we need. And, is, you know, if I could eat oysters every day, I would. So it's it's not really limiting. People think that it is. But I always have some kind of weird concoction of that. Um, and I always, I've replaced my coffee with a bone broth, so I make my own bone broth. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, what are you doing as far as eating organ meats? Is that something you're doing? (laughs) I tried. (laughs) Um, So organ meats are, there's there's a a farm out in Texas called nosatail.org, and I order their beef patty mix. And that beef patty mix has either, you can get it with beef or bison, and it has heart, liver, kidney, and spleen mixed in in a burger. So I try and eat that once a week. I haven't been able to get any because it seems like everybody's ordering this stuff. So I'm in the process of looking for a good meat grinder, and I'm going to do it myself because we have a farm not too far from us that always has these organ meats in the freezer. So I I want to do it myself. So it would just be learning how to get that perfect ratio because when I cooked cooked liver, I I didn't like the taste of it. I just – and the texture was really odd for me. Um, I even tried it raw. Like most people say, you know, you freeze it. And then you cut it really thin, put a lot of salt on it, and eat it that way. I, I couldn't do that either. <laughs> um, so I do that. But in the interim, while I'm looking for that meat grinder, there is a, a supplement company out there. And as you know, I'm not a big fan of supplements. This is just desiccated animal organs. That's it. Nothing else is in it. No fillers, nothing. Um, and so I buy a bottle of that when I can't get it, and I'll use that once a week. They say to take it daily. I don't take it daily. I don't feel like we need that stuff daily. I just think that if we look back at our ancestors, when they had, 
you know, when they were able to have a successful kill of their animal, that's when they ate the liver. That's when they ate the heart, the kidney, and the spleen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see that I need to have that every day. I just feel, you know, once a week is fine or once every other week is, is perfect. So there's still, like, the more we talk, the more questions I have. Yeah. You um, have a really high level of output when it comes to exercise right now. Yeah. We've got a couple minutes before the break. Tell us what you're doing on the fuel that you're giving your body right now. <laughs> so I do uh, a lot of biking, and uh, that is road biking as well as mountain biking. And so... You know, if anyone that has that knows New Hampshire, there's a lot of hills around here. So even if I do a 50-mile bike ride or an 80-mile bike ride, I'm getting over 3,000 feet in elevation. Sometimes I get 5,000 feet in elevation in that short period of time. Um, so that led me to my year anniversary of carnivore. I wanted to do a t- over a 200-mile bike ride with over 14,000 feet in elevation. So, and that was the training that I did was around here. So <laughs> that, that's like a good, you know, um, a good way to celebrate just doing all carnivore because we are told that we need carbs to do these extreme exercises. And mm-hmm. I just, just did an extreme exercise and I didn't need carbs. <laughs> so how are you feeling? I feel amazing. So the interesting part was even after the long ride, because I broke it up into two days, no pain whatsoever. None. Not even, you know, most people have like a tight back or their hamstrings. The only thing I got when I got off the bike the last day was a tight Achilles tendon, both of them, and I stretched them that night. And I woke up the next day and I didn't even feel like I did a long weekend of riding. It was amazing. That's insane. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so where can people find you if they want to talk to you, ask you questions? Yeah. Where's, where's the best way to find you? The best way to find me is on my website. There's a contact page there. It has my email and my phone number, and that is k8forwellness.com. That's the letter K, the number eight, the number four, wellness.com. Okay. We've got to take a break, but we will be right back here on Half Hour to Help. 